0: Hey retro lovers, welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your Nostalgia Junkies. I'm Alex. And I'm Joe. And this is Nostalgia Junkies. Welcome back, man. I know. So we are officially in February now.
1: It's, this year's flying by.
0: Dude, it is absolutely crazy. And, I think we gotta we gotta rewind a little bit because I know you're a big Pokemon guy, hence the hat. I'm a big Pokemon guy. Mm-hmm. Pokemon DLC officially came to a close on January thirteenth
1: yeah it it actually was I haven't played at all. Mm-hmm. I play competitively. I just haven't gotten a chance to play the actual game. Mm-hmm. it was it was better than what I was expecting. I thought it was just going to be part one, part two mm-hmm. was not expecting them to drop an epilogue. The epilogue a was a nice little addition. And a really good Pokemon, too.
0: Is it really? So uh, you're talking about really good competitive wise. I don't
1: think it's going to be allowed competitively just because I think it's like one of those like mystic Pokemon. Okay. But its ability is pretty good. Whatever it hits, it, it's a 50 50 shot of oh, uh, poison, poison,
0: right? Or con- if it's a uh, confusion or something, too, in there, right?
1: Yeah. And then if it's a uh, poison, it gets uh, confused as well.
0: Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of the design.
1: It's a little basic. And it does remind me of the the Berry. Yeah, it, it, it's very based off of that. But it also reminds me of the, um, what is it? The Cosmog from Sun and Moon. Like a very simple fairy design kind of. Hmm. You know the little thing with the puffball with the two little things right here. And it evolves into legendary Pokemon. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. You were saying Cosmog, and I was thinking Minior, the little oh yeah, um, the little rock guys. Yeah, yeah. Which like I feel like has a similar design between Cosmog and Minior. Yeah, because like even with Minior's like little ability of hatching open. Yeah, Petorant does the same thing.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, it, it was interesting. It was like a cool ish design. the The storyline was really cool. Like mm. kind of like doing like a zombie thing. Okay, but. I wish it was longer. I wish it was longer
1: i heard I heard a lot of feedback saying like it was too short. it was this this was like the one they really wanted, but like, you know the first one t m mask I'm still playing that, and it's honestly it's very boring. It's very dry, a lot yeah. of dialogue I don't care about um
0: there's a lot of like lore building,
1: yeah, like I already traded all my games and stuff like that, so I have all the ogre bonds, and I'm like. Like what Pokemon is this? It's an Ogerpon. I got like four of them on me. Like, what do you want? Like, it's just like I, I, I don't. I. It's just weird. Um, this is like my first time being a competitive player and doing that, so it's weird.
0: So if you don't know, Ogerpon is the legendary from yes, the Teal Mask the Teal DLC. Mask. Yeah, which is like you get that right at the end, but if you've already got it, it's like why why beat it?
1: Yeah, like for me, I'm beating it just so like, I keep having these incidents where I'm just exploring, running, I'll be shiny hunting. And next thing you know, I'll walk into something and next, thing you know, a cut scene happens and I'm mm-hmm. getting transported and I'm like, yo, there's no way I wasted like all of my, my special ingredients for sandwiches on this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous, but um, that's the only reason why I need to beat this. And then I need to catch a flygon. That's about it.
0: Yeah. So that's how, that's kind of how I felt about the blueberry Academy DLC, the Indigo disc. Mm. The storyline was really quick. I think you needed to catch a certain amount of Pokemon within the biomes yeah, yeah in order to activate aspects of the storyline yeah but if you have if you've played pokemon sun and moon you've played diamond brilliant diamond if you've played the previous games you have them pokemon home you just transfer them in and everything's activated
1: yeah i i think a lot of the pokemon i thought the same thing i was like there's no point of actually playing with it. If you play Pokemon Go, Pokemon Home, and you transfer it over mm-hmm. and have your, you know, your living Pokedex on home, you know, you don't really need it. I think the be- the cool part is you can actually, like, shiny hunt these things. And also, you can actually, like, play as certain Pokemon and stuff like that. So I think that's actually... That, like, that was the cool thing. That's I loved cool running around as different Pokemon. Like, I've only seen people do it. I've seen the Blastoise. I've seen people... You know, recreate uh, the Lugia from like Pokemon uh, Silver and stuff like that. People are recreating things like of the opening games. I thought that was really cool. Dude,
0: I was just running around as Blood Moon Ursaluna.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I
0: put him right into the water to try to get the mud off of him.
1: Does it actually show like a bunch of like stuff on no. him, Or is it just like... It just shows him drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I,
0: I really liked the Indigo Disc storyline. I felt like it provided a lot of depth to the characters because the characters mm-hmm. that were introduced in the part one, they just got a little more fulfillment in part two, but it really reminded me of like Donkey Kong 64 yeah, or Conker's Bad Fur Day, Banjo-Kazooie, kind of like that rare quality game yep. where it was just that catch-a-thon, or the collect-a-thon because that is all that the Indigo Disc is. It's just you completing a bunch of little tasks for 10 to 30 points yeah. to then unlock something for a 1,000 points. Yeah. And you have to do it continuously, like nonstop.
1: Yeah. A bunch of our, my friends are like, yo, let's, like, you know, team up and get some of these BBQ points. I'm like, BBQ points? We do a barbecue? No, barbecue on Pokemon, a little I'm Miltank tank burgers. Like, I'll do what? it. I think it's really cool they scattered the legendaries throughout mm-hmm. the map and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. It's a little weird because now when you think about it, legendaries aren't as cool as they used to be because you can just find them everywhere.
0: I like that everyone now has access to legendaries, but like you were just saying, it takes away that special aspect. Like, dude, I remember playing Pokemon Red and running across Moltres in Victory Road. Yeah. And it's like, why is there just a random Pidgey sprite? Yeah. It's like, and then you like click on the Pidgey sprite and it's just giant fire, but like, it's not a Pidgey, just chilling in the Victory Road.
1: It'd be like level 50 or something like that. And you're just like, yo, (laughs) It's like right when you leave, too. So it's like, like I finally got out of this cave. Makes you know, it just wipes you out. And you're like, man, this thing is crazy.
0: But dude, Because like back in the day, like the Pokemon, like dungeons or caves, like whatever you want to call them, they were hard. Yeah. And it wasn't just like the puzzles. Like remember Seafoam Island, fact, yeah. dropping all of the different rocks just to slow down the current. Yeah. It wasn't just hard because of the puzzle. The graphics kind of limited your capability to play.
1: Um, expl- elaborate on that a little bit.
0: I always felt that on the original, like DMG Game Boy and the original Game Boy Pocket, it was difficult to see. Like, I unless agree. you had that magnifying, like, flip over light up, like, attachment, it was really hard to see, even with direct light and using flash in the caves.
1: I feel like the games had that, you know, some of the graphics were a little needed a little more fixing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And also, This is before, you know, they had like LED screens or LCD screens. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you could be playing above like, you know, a light over here and that glare is going to affect your gameplay. Um, I agree with that.
0: That's why I feel like when it was the second Game Boy SP, the AG S 101, whatever it's called, when they actually had the light LED backlit screen.
1: Oh, the Game Boy SP. yeah.
0: That is when it finally started becoming easier to play. Agreed. Because even on the Game Boy Advance was like what I grew up with afterwards, you're still dealing with that glare.
1: Yep. And you had to have, it was still, you know, the usual attachment where mm-hmm. you have like a bulb a light. The little there. worm light. It's yeah, it's just the SP I think was the the big starting point of like LED or L C D screens mm-hmm. on games. And I think that was that, whoever thought it was genius, by the way.
0: But uh how about we get into our this or that section?
1: I'm excited for this one actually. You come on, man.
0: Our first, this, or that, I decided to go with condiment themes, because we already just talked about two thousand snacks later. Our first one: salt or pepper
1: I'm a big pepper guy. I'm a very big pepper guy, but I've had soup I've had food without salt. I've had Thanksgiving dinners with no salt. I can't do that again, so I have to go salt man. okay i so
0: i'm gonna I agree with you, I'm a big pepper guy as well. Having a lack of salt, it's not good.
1: No, no, bueno, man.
0: My thing is, only one type of spice or condiment gets you the pepper flavor, and that's pepper. You can get salt from like the natural ingredients, from the natural stuff in the meat. You can get it from the marinades. You can get it from other things.
1: I agree with that. The only problem is salt is an enhancer. Salt enhances flavors that you would not get like typically.
0: Okay, I I see one that. I think you and I just we're not gonna see eye to eye on this. To be honest, no, no.
1: I love pepper too. Like I have different. I have an Egyptian pepper. I got you know pepper from like mm-hmm. the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You know some Asian peppers. I love peppercorns. I love oh. different types. Oh, trust me, pepper is like my favorite mm-hmm. condiment. But I can't live life without salt, man.
0: Dude, I listen. I, it's hard. I love both of them. Salt and pepper chips.
1: Those are pretty good. Those are pretty yeah.
0: good. But let's let's look at our next this or that, ketchup or mustard.
1: Growing up, I was a big ketchup guy, mm-hmm. very big ketchup guy. If we say a mustard, it's just like all mustards, right?
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd have to go ketchup. Okay. I so you, to-
0: you put ketchup over all mustards.
1: I put ketchup over all mustards because I like barbecue sauce.
0: Ooh, I was wondering if you were gonna like if you were gonna go that route. As soon as <laughs> you started asking all mustards, I'm like, "Well, if we're going all mustards, are we going all ketchup
1: byproducts?" Like you, you kind of need ketchup to make barbecue sauce, and I'm just like, "Yo, there, there's some good barbecue, like barbecues up there." Um, but I think ketchup's just great overall. You know, mm-hmm. in high school, I don't know if you remember this phase of me, but like my junior and senior year. I was like, you know, trying to cut weight and stuff like that. So I was just only eating salad with mustard. like yellow mustard. I was it was a savage thing, dude.
0: I don't remember that.
1: No, no. We were we were sitting at the same table a couple times. <laughs> I'd be there with my salad, just putting like 20 packages of mustard on it because they're so small. And I'm over here shaking it up. And I'm just, they're just like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like,
0: yo, I think I remember you shaking up the zero calories, I just never knew what you were putting on it.
1: <laughs> Bro, it was mustard. <laughs> just straight <laughs> yellow mustard.
0: I will say, Manchester High School had some of the best lunches. They did. We also had some of the worst lunches.
1: We had some pretty bad ones. But like that, over time. T-
0: hot food line there with the spicy chicken patties, the curly fries.
1: Oh, the express line was amazing. Oh, that, that was a go-to. For like the first three years, I didn't go into the, you know, the general hot lunch line. Mm -hmm. I just thought that line was not that that was for the plebeians. That was for people, you know, who, you know, who indulged that time or didn't value their time. I'm like, you're either going sandwich or you're going express. That's the only thing in my eyes.
0: The sandwich line was good, too.
1: sandwich line was popping, bro.
0: I feel like as soon as I realized that we didn't have to be there for lunch, that was like senior year. Yeah, I left. I organized my schedule so I either had no classes leading up to lunch and had first lunch wave, Mm -hmm. or I had no classes after lunch and had last lunch wave. I I was very meticulous with my senior schedule, mainly because I was burnt out by the end of junior year and just didn't want to do school anymore. Yeah, so I think I averaged three hours of school a day, maybe maybe four because I think I had to take one extra class. I almost failed senior year due to attendance. Really? All my grades were good. We had the senior skip day. It was that a senior skip day or it was like senior uh, like holiday hill? Whatever we're supposed to be doing. Oh, uh,
1: senior trip.
0: I wasn't allowed to go. No. I had skipped one too many physics classes, and the the physics teacher at the time I won't say his name on the podcast. I'll be nice.
1: Mm.
0: He had pulled me aside, and he goes, "Was you he a doctor?" Have, yep 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 you know who it is I know uh he told me if you go to this trip you will I will fail you due to absences and you will need to repeat this course and so I literally just went to physics class he goes you have to do all your makeup work and I'm like okay what do I owe I turned everything in that was the thing I made sure like while I skipped classes I still made sure all the assignments were turned in Mm -hmm. and he looks he goes oh you don't owe anything you want to watch Avatar and I was just like, "No, I wanted to go on the trip. Like, I don't want to watch Avatar. I wanted to go on the trip."
1: You needed a friend, man.
0: I just—we got way off task.
1: We got very off task. <laughs> anyway, um, what, even, about even, what, what, what about salt and pepper? What we're talking about? Ketchup or mustard? Yeah, ketchup or <laughs> mustard, right?
0: Um, I don't even think I said what I like. Um, I mean, just, it's ketchup. I I hated mustard as a kid, but <laughs> I mean, I just can't believe we got that far off task. Yeah. Um, we can have one more this or that. <laughs> Sriracha or hot
1: sauce? Oh, I'm not a big sriracha. I, I don't like spicy stuff. Um, oh, you're killing me! But I would go hot sauce. I think if you had a homemade hot sauce,
0: hmm.
1: a homemade balanced hot sauce where it's not it doesn't have that artificial flavor or that tang that you know most hot sauce does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you give me a hot sauce or a hot salsa, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go hot sauce. Okay.
0: that's I feel like hot sauce has a lot of diversity. Yeah. And it could be almost anything. Like if you ever watched hot ones, like there's so much diversity there. Yeah, there's so many in how hot it is with like the scoville level mm-hmm. and the flavor profiles. Yeah. Be just because of that I got to go with sriracha. Mm. Cuz like like the OG sriracha, there is nothing like that. And like I know they're having a shortage still of like the sriracha pepper or whatever it is from China. Yeah. So, like, we're not getting the rooster bottle sriracha.
1: Yeah, I heard there's now, like, two versions of it. There's, like, the OG one that you yep. can buy at Asian supermarkets still. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the there's, hours. like, the Americanized version of it. Where yeah, it's so like we, you know, get,
0: we get the Americanized one. I think it's done by Tabasco. It's, like, Tabasco brand sriracha. So. It has a yellow top instead of a green top. Mm. It's not the same. It's good. Like, it it fits the bill. Gets the job done. But it's not the same.
1: So I guess a follow-up for your this or that would be, are you picking hot sauce or are you picking American sriracha?
0: Oh, hot sauce.
1: Hot sauce all day, right? Hot sauce all day. Okay.
0: And it's like, I and I love spicy.
1: Yeah, I so, don't know how you do it, man. Like, I, I remember me looking another... at you and you're like ordering hot foods, like hot wings and stuff like, yeah, I'll go like two steps down below the spiciest. And I'm like, this guy?
0: You remember when we used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? I'm like, yeah. bring me the boneless, right. or bring me the um, what are they called there?
1: It was like spicy, spicy, yeah, the, ho-
0: the hottest one that they had a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, and I would just like sit there. Remember I, that the uh, the trick there that you learned in college? Had yeah, to just completely unsheath the wing from the bone.
1: Yep. When I started, I started using that. You taught yep. me that. That is pretty,
0: a good trick. That's a
1: good technique, man. It yep. looks, it's it's suspect, but you know,
0: <laughs> it looks so weird to shove an entire chicken wing in your mouth. Just pull it out, nothing but bone. bone. Hey, why don't we uh, get into our meat <laughs> and potatoes today before we get off track again?
1: Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. After these messages, oh, we'll be oh, right back. Hey, everyone. If you're
0: enjoying this episode of Nostalgia Junkies, you might want to check out our episode where we revisit our favorite Nickelodeon game shows or even our 90s cartoon theme song showdown. If you're looking for ways to support the podcast, consider leaving a five-star review or subscribing to help grow the show. While you're at it, check out our social medias at Nostalgia Junkies Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, as we're always putting up nostalgia-related shorts. Now, back to the show. So today, we are going to be watching and talking about some popular 2000s snack food commercials.
1: I'm excited about this one. I I want to know if I can still predict some of these commercials and what food or what brand they are before they actually hit that end screen where it's like, you know see fruit and they give the little punchline or whatever
0: oh you you probably will um i watched i watched all of them okay and a lot of them they start with like i can't even say the name of a snack right now because i don't want to give any of them away but it literally starts like saying the name of a snack Mm. like it that's just the way they snack food commercials were
1: those doritos cooler ranch yeah the doritos cooler ranch oh my god doritos cooler ranch is that skittles that skittles Skittles bubblegum skittles bubblegum berries and cream I like, remember berries and cream. Wait, there was a Skittles bubblegum. I'm not going to say anything.
0: Let, what? Let's watch some commercials. What's this? New icebreaker's liquid ice. Is it liquid or is it ice? Both. Both? They're tiny liquid filled mints, which are cool and refreshing as ice. They're liquid? Yes.
1: Ice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Liquid or ice? Liquid or ice? Come on. You got to help me out. Just try one.
0: Oh, it's liquid. It's ice. You remember liquid ice ice icebreakers? No. Not at all, dude. Liquid. It looks familiar. They were like, um, I'd say like mid 2000s. I had a knockoff of it for sure. Dude, I, I loved those things. It, they were intense though. If you, it was like a, almost like a little gel pack. Yeah. With just like straight menthol inside.
1: You you popped
0: it and it was honestly just like it opened up your pores. It was like huffing like toothpaste.
1: I remember I used to go to like the dollar store and they used to have something similar to that. Um, Had a weird aftertaste, but that's the type of stuff I would like. So
0: these had a weird aftertaste, too. Like it was like almost like too minty.
1: Oh, this one was like synthetic. Like it was plasticky.
0: But did you see who was in that commercial?
1: Was that Ashley Simpson?
0: Yep. And Jessica Simpson.
1: Wow,
0: little, I, I didn't even realize it was. It Simpson was it sisters. was a
1: smaller screen from here, and I have all this <laughs> stuff blocking it. My bad. So, so I was like, "Oh my, is, does it go bigger?" But it does not go bigger. Okay, but I was watching, and I was like, "Is that Jessica Simpson?" Yeah, I didn't even realize it was the Simpson
0: sisters. That was that was pretty cool. That was pretty dope. How about their popularity in the two thousands? They
1: were very popular. Yes, they very were. popular.
0: But uh, dude, I I loved Icebreakers. I love like mints in general. Yeah, I feel like the Best mint though from our time were the Altoid sours.
1: Those were really good. Those were really good. Um, for me, my favorite mint. Hear me out. It's not even a a candy. The Listerine pocket things.
0: Oh the the wait the the oh the the breath. The I thought we talk about the strips.
1: The strips too, dude. Do you remember? You used, people used to take a whole pack of them and pop them.
0: Yes, I I was one of them.
1: I was I was one of those guys, but those are my favorite.
0: So you know the um the like the feeling of like putting the entire pack of Listerine in your mouth? Yeah. That's what ice the liquid ice did. Oh. And you cuz the thing is like, yeah, you pop one or you pop them all. Yeah. And it was just the thing is though, it it was intense. If you did a lot of them, it actually burned the inside of your mouth. It was just like too much.
1: I feel like they also don't make mint like they used to.
0: Like I want a mint that punches me in the face.
1: Yeah, I want it to be like, yo, you're I'm cold from this mint.
0: I want to be like, yo, your breath is halitosis. Let's get you some good, like, smelling food. Yeah.
1: Like, let's make you smell nice. You smell like man. You need to back away from me, dude. I'm allergic.
0: I want when I'm breathing, for it to be breathing ice. Mm. I want to have frost breath. I want
1: to be sub-zero.
0: Exactly. I want to be Mr. Freeze.
1: Ooh. Mm. <laughs> okay,
0: let's go on to our next commercial. <laughs> Bobby's got his first chest hair. Who cares? Billy's got an Oreo Cakester. New Oreo Cakester's (laughs) Oreo cream sandwiched between two moist chocolate cakes. This is big. So at the time that I pulled that commercial, they hadn't come back yet. And I guess they came back recently.
1: I was just about to get into that. New Year's Day, I was at a gas station pumping gas and I was like, you know what? I should get a snack for me. I got a snack for me. I got something I thought Susan would like. She didn't like it. So I went back in I was like, what do they got? They have Oreos and they had the cakes there. So I was like, you nope, know I'll get her Oreo cakes there. Mm-hmm. Gave it to her. She's like, I don't like these. I'm like, how i them. I'm like, they're kind of dry. They're all right. But I found it funny because I'm like, I thought these are discontinued while I was eating them. I was like, I mm-hmm. thought these are gone, but There's they are back. Who's dead stock? Huh?
0: Dead stock, they just brought bro, them back, bro. Out it was of the factory. straight dead
1: stock, man. Straight
0: yeah, from no, the box, but I, yeah, no, I it's funny because, like, I when I pull these commercials, like, still December, like, they hadn't come out yet, and yeah, now they're back. And they brought we have Oreo Cakesters again, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna still keep this in here. Have you had one? Not any of the new ones, I didn't like them as a kid. Yeah. I so my mom loves whoopie pies, it's yeah. like, growing up, like, whoopie pies were like a consistent thing in the house, yep. It I don't want to say it made me a Whoopie Pie snob, but it made me very picky of what, what I have for Whoopie mm-hmm. Pies. And Oreo Cakesters are like mini Whoopie Pies, and yeah. I just I don't think they are great.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's
0: like they're not they're they're good for what they are, mm-hmm. but what they are is not what I want. But uh, let's go to our our next one. Is that
1: Skittles bubble gum? Yep. With all the different flavors? Mm. Yep. Can I have some? Nope. <gasps> Skittles bubble gum with 5 flavors in every pack. Inflate the rainbow, taste the rainbow. I remember those. I remember that was the one that had the little box and it like folded yep. and it clipped itself. Oh my God. Core memory unlocked. Wow.
0: Yeah. Dude, I will say I love Skittles commercials.
1: Those were, so, I popped so many of those. Mm-hmm. Dude. Oh, I got to find them.
0: The Skittles commercials are just, they're so Undefeated. out of the box and like almost like awkward. Yeah. I also like it was almost like a found footage like style at the beginning of the commercial. Like the shaky almost cell phone camera kind yeah. of thing. But like even with their use of like pausing in the in the commercial, there's like the awkward silence. Like, this is weird. I me want that, it now.
1: do that Napoleon Dynamite S type of film style.
0: Yes, good comparison. Yeah. Like it's just it's it makes you want to try it. It's like, hmm, like I can't have it. Hell if I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Core memory unlocked for sure
0: skittles in like the late 90s to like early mid 2000s i feel like that was their peak of just like advertising and peak products like that's where we came out with the wild berry that's Mm -hmm. where we came out with the sours That's where we came out with the tropical berries we had the all greens it was nothing it was just lime yeah okay ready for the next one let's do it here's a recipe for fun start with the hershey's kits make it smaller add a splash of color and some crunch kissables little Hershey's kisses chocolate candy and a crunchy candy shell because everyone needs a little
1: kiss I do remember those as a kid I used to get those in um, my stocking stuffers
0: hmm they were like Hershey's M&Ms
1: yeah it was like uh, another form of M&Ms to compete with Uh, I feel like it was those that came out and then like Reese Pieces became really popular again Mm hmm Um, but wow I saw the colors, yeah, make them smaller, make them smaller. I was like, "Oh, what of these are the ones with the coating. And you know, I saw the yep. colors and I was like, wow.
0: I kind of, li- I thought it was funny that it looks like it's the big kiss. Yeah. Pooping out the little kiss. It does. And especially just like the, the popping effect. And if you look, the little ones are like jiggling too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, they put a lot of detail into this commercial.
1: Those colors are vibrant too.
0: This is now a discontinued product. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's wild. I I loved Hershey Kissables. That was like my go-to snack. A little bowl, pour some in a little bowl, sit there watching some TV, my subliminal messaging Sierra Miss commercials, (laughs) popping some Kissables. It was great.
1: The weird thing I thought about as a kid is like a lot of teachers like, hey, you know, like, can I give you a kiss? And I'm like, what the... What are you talking about? And they're like, oh, it's a Hershey Kiss. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, I will say society's use of
0: the Hershey Kisses in puns it gets a little suspect. Yeah, like I think it's like it's like one thing for like parents, grandparents, our uncles, be like to like their respective you know family. Like, can I give you a kiss? And then give him a Hershey kiss. It's really weird when it's your doctor, when it's your teacher, when it's your pastor, and it's like, hmm, this is not good. Like, please stop.
1: Please like, stop. Like the, I remember yeah. when they had the. Or they start putting peanuts and nuts in them. They're like, you like you like nuts? And I was like, Yeah. They're like you want to kiss? I'm like, wait, what? Or like, do you want to kiss with some nuts? I'm like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And they're like, Oh, I have like almond curry kisses. I'm like, Well, you're a teacher. You're you wild right now.
0: What on earth? We had <laughs> totally different experiences in classes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, it was wild, bro. They thought they were slicker, funny. I didn't. It was just weird. We had
0: two totally different experiences. <laughs> oh my gosh! I
1: can't. I can't. I wish I was making this up, man. I wish.
0: Listen, man. We both know about uh, some of our former teachers. So, mm-hmm. all I'm gonna say.
1: That's a nice commercial. What's that? A mind control machine? Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Change the waffle taste.
0: Change the waffle taste! Make them smaller. Smaller. Smaller bites,
1: new waffle delicious taste. New waffle oh, part yeah. breakfast. More milk, Do you, awesome. you remember that now? I do remember waffle, Chris. Dude, I... Oh, man.
0: I love Waffle Crisp. Like, that whole maple waffle everything,
1: great. It was lightly sweet. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't too sweet. It was lightly coated sweet. You know, enough where you put your finger on it and, you know, you get enough heat from the finger to get a little of the sugar off. hmm Yeah.
0: It was so... And when they did the minis... Like, oh, yeah. It just made it so much better. That was one of my favorite things when... I know Cinnamon Toast Crunch will bring it back every now and then, the French Toast Crunch. Yep. Because... I feel like that's as close as we're going to get to the waffle crisp, yeah. Unless they bring waffle crisp back, which post cereal, if you're listening, please bring back waffle crisp. Like, please just just do it.
1: I feel like they were lighter than the cinnamon toast, uh, like French toast things. were. I, I do like how it actually looked like French toast for that one, but I feel like the waffle crisp were a little more lighter. Like I could polish off a couple bowls of that and I agree. not be po- uh, slow down.
0: I feel like the French toast crunch got more into Captain Crunch territory, yeah. Whereas like. Carving the roof of your mouth up. Oh, yeah. Like the, the taste was similar, but the cereal was just too, too crunchy.
1: They also changed the formula after, like, when they first dropped in, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. It changed its formula and stuff like that. So,
0: well, they don't put as much sugar as they used to because I worry about kids now. Yeah. Right. In the 90s, they didn't care about us as kids. Everything's whole It was grain. only if we made it as kids.
1: You remember when everything wasn't whole grain?
0: Oh, my gosh. They didn't care if everything was whole wheat, gluten free. It was, you ate it. Or you died. It was okay.
1: Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I need to find a cereal that's not whole grain. Oh, dude.
0: Everything that used to be covered, like, Frosted Cheerios, Frosted this, Frosted checks, Yeah. Frosted Mini Wheats.
1: Oh, the, um, Frosted Cheerios are so good. hmm Oh, then they made them whole wheat and whole grain. It's just, ugh.
0: I I'm hoping they bring back the Frosted Cheerios at some point because I would love to pick some up. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I think we have one more before our little break. Hey, fellas, come on down and taste something new. Right, Uncle Ernie? Pizza! Besotic man chips! New pizzerias! Crank it with real pizza dough! Cheese? Spices? Radical grub! Tastes like real pizza! (laughs) Only louder! Pizzerias!
1: Chips, What do say? So did you remember Pizzeria's? No, that's why I'm looking confused. I'm like, they were I didn't even know the dude's name was Uncle Ernie.
0: Yeah, Ernie Keebler.
1: I thought he was like Papa Keebler or something like that. Yeah.
0: It might be Papa to some people. But it's
1: Papa Smurf. That's what I'm uh, getting mixed up with. I, thought I always was thought
0: Sap and Papa related to the Keebler Elf's kids. That's
1: what I thought. But I thought apparently, they were-
0: they're not. Two distinct warring factions. <laughs> but pizzerias they were more of like a early to mid 90s snack uh mm-hmm. i think they went they might have gone out like 1998
1: 1999
0: mm-hmm. I think it was the last year okay um but i remember not liking pizza flavored snacks as a kid remember like the pizza pringles
1: i think the pizza pringles were the ones that were like eh. but they hit or miss sometimes
0: like the well, Pringles themselves kind of hit or miss sometimes. Like yeah. The regular Pringles are consistent. If you get any of the flavored Pringles, they are either completely caked in the flavoring or lack it.
1: I think I think the sour cream onion one was pretty solid.
0: The pizza flavoring, I guess my little adolescent brain always was hoping that it just was a little more pizza-y and less tomato basil. Mm. So I was like, this doesn't taste like pizza. They lied. And then I mean, it had to be right at the end because I remember going through like combos, mm-hmm. Pringles, and not liking it. And then I discovered pizzerias. And I was like, I love this snack. And I would like pop them like crazy.
1: Like were they made with, like, it says it was made was like real pizza dough. Like what was they were, it? They
0: were more like chip crackery consistency if I'm remembering correctly. Dude, okay. it's been since I was like six since I've had these. It. has been 24 years.
1: Like a puff cracker kind of?
0: Yeah, I guess the best way I could kind of explain it is remember like the rich chips? Yeah. Like that. Okay. And its flavor was just, it was so, I guess, more pizza-y. It mm-hmm. was still that tomato basil, but almost like, I guess, more salt. Okay. But so had like that pizza flavor. Gotcha. And I remember liking them, wanting to get more, and then being gone. And it was sad. So like, I I hope pizzerias come back in some capacity because yeah they're they were great like and I, I think that's one of the problems that i think keebler does often is they put out so many varying products mm-hmm. that there's just not enough shelf space that they gotta decide okay what are we gonna do next what are we keeping what are we getting rid of so i would love for them to like maybe do like a 30th anniversary and bring back pizzerias yeah i mean let's be real Millennials brought back Dunkaroos, and now Dunkaroos is an exceedingly popular brand.
1: Yeah, very popular, man.
0: Like we could definitely bring pizzerias back.
1: Yeah, it's it definitely seems like a snack that I would try. Usually, when you think the Keebler Elves and like the whole Keebler family, you're thinking of sweets. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really cool they have a savory option because you don't. I don't think they really have too many savory options. I'm I'm sure that's
0: probably what kind of contributed to the decline of pizzerias. Like Mm -hmm. we have the the fudge swirls the caramel, delight, whatever they're called. Yeah, the
1: coconut thing.
0: Oh, dude, Like mini Samoas. So, yeah. Pop that thing in the microwave for about five seconds. Oh, so good. But with so many sweets like you're saying, having a completely different product, you're probably expecting it to be sweet even though it's called pizzerias and then yep. it's
1: not. It seems like something I would definitely want to try for sure.
0: Yeah, like I I hope they come back. I, w- I would love to get some more. So on, on our Instagram, we put up a poll of yes. what 90s and 2000s snack was your favorite and needs to make a return. Our friends over at the Remember When podcast told us Kudos Bars. Do you remember Kudos Bars? Kudos Bars. Kudos Bars. And they they put this in our DMs and I was just like, freaking Kudos Bars. Kudos Bars. They were like the they almost kind of looked like the Quaker Oats granola bar. I'm about to Google this real quick. But they had M&M's. S'mores.
1: This sounds very familiar.
0: Look up a picture of the kudos
1: bars. Oh, I remember these. Right. These were actually really good, in my opinion.
0: Dude, that was I think that was the problem. Is like I feel like as kids, granola bars were targeted to us to be a healthy alternative.
1: Yeah, they actually had decent stats for like only nine grams of sugar. Like pretty good.
0: That was the problem for me, is that. They were meant to have like this, like one
1: smaller ish granola bar, but they were too good.
0: I found myself wanting like two or three.
1: Yeah, they they were definitely ones you have to like snack a couple times. Like you couldn't just have one. Exactly. It, It was two. And that was like the hold you over until you find something else.
0: Exactly. And I, I love Kudos bars. I feel like Kudos bars were underrated. They were a sleeper. They're just a sleeper. Yeah. But then, so Sydney also got back to us and she said 3D Doritos, which Mm. 3D Doritos have made a comeback.
1: Yeah. I think they're now 3D Doritos, the minis, right?
0: Yep. But she, so she explicitly went into this, she wants the ones in the tube to come back. Snacks on the go, I think is what they were called. Yep. To go. Those, that whole era of like quick snacking Mm -hmm. was awesome. The 3D Doritos cheetos asteroids even we had like the lace stacks it was great
1: what i really enjoyed the little aspect was it you know there was you know the lid had a purpose correct it was a little cup you know what it what it represented i guess not it represented one serving size hmm. so if you filled that cup up that was one serving size of uh what you're eating
0: knowing that i'm not gonna stop at one cup <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I used it like three times in my life, but I was just like, yo, at some certain point, they were just like,
0: you know, you just shoveled it down. Yeah, you, you pour it in the cup and you, you, yep. yeah, exactly.
1: My, 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 that, that would drive and stuff like that. And he would take it. <laughs> I, the, the visual is pretty bad when I realized as I was doing it. So I'm gonna uh, try and cut it short of that. <laughs> yeah, just I'll do it again. Go, go for it.
0: Oh, my God. Remix. Ooh, Cheetos asteroids. Getting the little balls in your mouth.
1: Yeah. Just, oh. Okay, let's get back to the <laughs> commercials. <laughs>
0: Pepsi Blue, a fusion of berries with splash of cola.
1: Pepsi Blue, it's a blue thing. Yo, you hear me out. Did you imagine a blood drinking that? <laughs> That's all I thought of.
0: <laughs> Where does
1: your head go? It's it's a blue thing. It's a blue thing. You can't be a, it can't be a red thing. So. So, do you remember Pepsi Blue? I I remember it on the shelves. So I don't remember drinking it. So,
0: that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like, because we're both 93 babies, yep. I feel like Pepsi Blue was more of a secondhand nostalgia thing. Yeah. Where, I believe before Pepsi Blue, we had Pepsi Clear. Yeah. Which, I don't know why I vividly remember Pepsi Clear more than Pepsi Blue as a kid.
1: I think it's because they also re- didn't they also like reamp it to like Pepsi Crystal or whatever, or Pepsi Clear? I think so. Like I feel like they redid it online for like around COVID or something like that. But you couldn't go in yeah. a store. I don't think you can go in a store around COVID time anyway. So,
0: but I so I I remember Pepsi Blue. I feel like it was more secondhand yeah. growing up. Um, I kind of wish. I tried it as a kid or remember trying it as a kid. I probably tried it as a kid. Who knows? I just don't remember it because, you know, not like I remember every single drink I ever drank. What I do remember, and while it's not Pepsi Blue, it are Pepsi product, the Mountain Dew, that whole campaign of like Mountain Dew, Pitch Black, and mm-hmm. all the different,
1: Code Red. Code Red, Live Wire, Baja oh, Blast, dude, uh, from Voltage.
0: The late 90s, early 2000s Mountain Dews, that, that was a time like you'd like go down to the convenience store mm-hmm. and there'd be a new Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like, I think I still think the pitch black was like my favorite. because like grape Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah. It's like a, it's like a dark grape. My favorite growing up was definitely cold red and live wire. Mm-hmm. But I also remember, I don't know if you remember this going to a store, going to a gas station. You, you're, you're looking at your sodas. You pull out your soda and next thing you know, you see on the little glass thing, this little packet of paper. It's like a sticky note. You're reading it, and it's like 50, 50 cents off the soda. And you just rip it and you brought it to the front. And you're like, hey, I got this coupon that you guys had, boom, right there. I miss those.
0: Dude, that all all like the well, I don't know what you call them, the freezer displays. Yeah. Like the freezer the actual freezer display ads. Yeah. That they had were amazing. Remember Shaq Tea? Yep. And I just remember like walking to the convenience store like during high school and just going kr, kr, and putting my feet in Shaq's, like, that's a big man.
1: You know, getting drinks at the store was so much cooler. There's definitely a nostalgia going back. Like, I didn't even remember the little coupon things until we started talking about them. Mm-hmm.
0: They're just, there are elements from like childhood that like I, I wish we could bring back. I and mean, I guess that's yeah. the whole purpose of this podcast. Yeah. So let's go on to our next one. It's a, it's a on the newer side of the commercials, okay. but I think it's like late two thousands.
1: Oh yeah.
0: New swoops from Hershey's,
1: irresistible curves that are bending the rules on how to eat chocolate.
0: From Hershey's, it's swooping the
1: nation. Yo, I remember that mainly because of the song. I didn't know what they looked like, but I remember hearing that song.
0: The flavors that they had, mm. the Reese's peanut butter cup ones, yeah, were amazing.
1: Those are pretty good.
0: I loved swoops, like, but again, like just how we were talking about, with like some of the snacks, like you couldn't have just one. Yeah, I would rip through the packs of swoops, and I would also like press them together. To make like one just chocolate. (laughs) You're
1: a demon, bro. (laughs) Like,
0: forget eating individual chips of chocolate. Let me just like melt them all together and make my homemade chocolate. I've never
1: had them, but I remember the commercial, and it was such a catchy commercial, dude.
0: They were they were good. Like, I mean, they they weren't better than like you know a chocolate bar, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely I felt like when you ate them chip style, it almost pieced it out longer. Yeah, and also like if you wanted to take them for lunch, it was easier to take. Also, they kind of look like the the Pringles to go pack. So if you broke it out at lunch, it didn't look like you're breaking out a candy bar. Because when you break out a candy bar at lunch, everybody wants a piece. Yep. When you're breaking out Pringles, only people who like Pringles want a piece. Yep. But this way, like you blow out a brown Pringle, people are like, yo, your Pringles went bad, buddy.
1: Were you one of those kids um, growing up, I had a lot of friends who had like their parents bring them lunch or something like that. Have you ever seen a kid take two Pringles and put that in between it?
0: No, but that sounds delicious.
1: It looked delicious, bro, because the best part is, like, when you're eating a Pringles and you take a bite of a Pringle, it falls apart. Mm But If you put a piece of chocolate in there, it has something to stick onto, so you have these little crunchy pieces that are still stuck to the Mm -hmm. chocolate. Just a little fun thought if you ever find them. Have you had
0: chocolate-covered potato chips?
1: I have. They're pretty good.
0: Dude, that is is dangerous. It's dangerous.
1: They're they're, they're a good novelty snack to try once every often. That's mm-hmm. like a little thing. I wouldn't, I don't think you can eat them like every day though. That's like a well, so you know, a go-to snack.
0: I'm wondering with swoops, because like, again, they're discontinued. Yeah. I wonder if we could find a mold to like make homemade swoops.
1: Oh yeah, you swoops.
0: can. That wouldn't be that hard. You just got to find a little curved something, just pour some chocolate over it.
1: I'm pretty sure you can. Like you go on Etsy or uh, even Amazon or something like that.
0: Probably 3D print something too.
1: But we should try and recreate some of these. I'm down for that. Well, 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 now it's a cooking show, remember?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the nostalgia <laughs>
1: Junkies podcast cooking show. You know. Sorry, just recreating foods and stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, we got two
1: more commercials. Introducing new Dr. Pepper Berries and Cream. So rich, so creamy, with a hint of raspberries. Once the creamy taste gets a hold of you, you won't want to let go. Dr. Pepper berries in cream and get buried in cream. Yo, that's, that's wild. Yo, I forgot oh, yeah. about
0: the. So here's the. I remember the soda. I never remember the commercial. And when I pulled these off for of the episode, the last line got me. I forgot that that last line was there. <laughs> Yo, get buried in cream. Mm. Whoever let that slip through. Which is they were savage. That was great.
1: Yeah, they're like, this is it. This is it. This is the line.
0: It that might be right up there with the Mister Bucket
1: commercial. That's a good one. Have you ever had it though? Berries and cream. oh yeah, really? Dr Pepper Berry and cream. I've had Dr Pepper cream. So as
0: back as a child, the berries and cream. It was just like a little raspberry, a little, a little little, quack. almost a little tartness to it.
1: Mm.
0: It was good. I wish they bring it back. I'm not a big fan of cream soda. Mm-hmm. Like even like Coke with cream. Not my biggest fan. I loved Diet Coke lime. That was one of my favorite yep, ones. That's a really good one. The Dr. Pepper buried in cream. Berries and cream. Not buried mm-hmm. in cream. Berries and cream. Yep. See where my head is now. <laughs> the Dr. Pepper berries and cream. That was one of the cream sodas that I could actually like. Tolerate.
1: Tolerate right, as a kid.
0: Yeah, like I don't. I just I as my as I've gotten older, I mm. enjoy more cream sodas. I felt like cream soda was a waste of soda as a child.
1: I, I I had that feeling, but then I realized I like root beer, and people are like, it's not too different than root beer. So I kind of like put on the same level as root beer, and,
0: um, yeah. you, but root beer is still
1: better in my opinion. Root beer oh. is elite.
0: Yeah. And did you ever have berries and cream, or did you ever get buried in cream?
1: I'm going to plead the fifth on that one, my friend.
0: <laughs> you want to go to the last <laughs> commercial then?
1: Let's go to the last one. Yeah, let's go to the next. <laughs> let's go out with a bang. Pause. S'mores ritz bit sandwiches. Rich, chocolatey fudge. Smooth, creamy marshmallow. slam between bite-sized graham crackers s'mores Ritz-Mitt sandwiches more in the middle
0: i love that at the end
1: oh it's a good commercial i have so many issues with it though with with the commercial or the snack oh the snack was amazing man oh, okay I, I actually have this one i loved it as a kid
0: you were about to really concern me because when i made the i order, love s'mores. S'mores. when I when i put this all together i purposely put this commercial at the end Because out of everything on this list, that was my
1: favorite snack. Yeah, that that by far was my favorite. I will say this: a commercial. Looking back on it, in the the time we live in now, that commercial get canceled so little racist there, bro. Who's making those noises? It has to be a sumo wrestler or a ninja. It can't be just some guy named Steve. Did you notice that when the, I don't know if
0: it did it with the chocolate one, but when the marshmallow one puts its leg down, it actually has a thigh jiggle.
1: No, I didn't notice that. Dude,
0: thigh jiggle on the marshmallow (laughs) Ritz pit. It was just like, so someone's job was animating a sumo wrestler Graham Cracker with marshmallows thigh jiggle. And that boy thick. And I just thought it was so fun. Like, wow. But dude, I loved Rispit's s'mores. Those are so did. good. Like I know that they made like the to-go packs, like yep. for snacking. But the big box, dude, I would pour a cereal bowl full yeah. of that and just, just eat it.
1: It was so good. They were really good. I also used to eat them with a spoon.
0: You, you saw my motion, dude. I'm Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, take a just spoon
1: and spoon it in your shovel mouth. Shovel them in the pie hole. Yo, it was amazing. Oh. Man, that that's a snack I do miss. Now that I was like, oh man, I, I remember that. You're like, yo, it was a Graham Cracker Ritz. I'm like, Graham Cracker Ritz, wow.
0: And we were talking about like
1: pizzerias coming back, but Ritzbit S'mores,
0: I think, I think out of all the snacks we've watched, Ritzbit S'mores, Pizzerias, and Skittles Bubblegum are the ones that I want to come back.
1: Yeah, right now it's Bits S'mores, Skittles Bubblegum. And then,
0: uh, I even say like the waffle crisp,
1: waffle crisp, waffle crisp, for sure. Dude, th-
0: there were so many
1: good mm-hmm. foods
0: in like the nineties and two thousands. And I'm sure like if, if people who are 10 years older than us, they're talking about there were good foods in the eighties and the nineties, like growing up that food, I don't know if it's just the nostalgic factor, if it was just the taste, I really think it was the taste. Yeah. And we've done so much on trying to make food healthier and coming up with just different brandings that it's, it's time to bring back the nostalgic flavors. Ritz Bits needs to bring back the nostalgic s'mores. And you know what? Air the same commercial cause a stir, Mm -hmm. but bring it back.
1: I think if they recycled some of the commercials, like, you know, just, I think it wouldn't be too crazy. Like, you know, there's nothing wild about any of these commercials. I think crazy, I think, you know, some of the things, yeah, I guess maybe you're advertising reckless driving to kids over mm-hmm. some soda. Like, maybe that's a thing. But, you know, I think reusing these old commercials, reamping them or reshooting them in exact same style with the new technology we have now, it'd be a nice little homage, to like what was.
0: Yeah. Make, make a WWE Ritz Morse commercial. Yeah. Get out the, you know, the racist, like, music in the background, the grunting noises. Yep. And the, I think one of them even had a top knot, like,
1: yeah, you can literally put, like, two dudes in a costume. You know, you have yeah. R-Truth, who's a comedic person for WWE. You can easily put some stuff there, like with the sumo wrestlers and stuff like that.
0: Exactly. Easily. Okay, how about we go into our trivia?
1: I'm excited about this one, actually.
0: Up next, the ultimate test of courage. Nickelodeon guts. I'm going to be throwing it back to... Actually, our, our 90s cartoon theme song okay. episode. What color was Daria's jacket on the animated MTV sitcom? Daria? Daria. Who was Daria? This was the one we had talked about. Oh, my God. It was like the girl that just complained Yo. about everything.
1: Oh, is there options or no? I'm going to go yellow. Yellow. Do you want me to give you options? Nope, I'm going to go yellow.
0: It's it's not yellow.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: Do you want me to give I, you I'm options? I need some
1: options then. <laughs> <laughs> I dove down on the yellow so hard. Black, black, navy, green, or red. Dang, I, I, I went with black, and I was like, "Yeah, green sounds like it could have been it." Navy. Ooh. I'm gonna go black. It was green. Dang, Your jacket was green. All right. Well. What links these clues together? Kristen Larson, Samantha Parkington, Molly McIntyre.
0: Sex in the City.
1: American Girl Dolls. Oh. I figured, you know, you worked at, you know, uh, you know, toy stores and stuff like that. I was like, maybe he would get this one.
0: See, I, I heard I heard Samantha. And all I could think of was like, oh, I'm a real Samantha.
1: Because
0: <laughs> we've been watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine recently. Yep. And then we got to that one episode where they break into the FBI. Oh, yeah. And it's Captain Holt dishing about sex in the city. And I'm just like, this is too good.
1: R.I.P., man. Dude,
0: R.I.P. Okay. What does it mean if you go the full Monty? This is not multiple choice.
1: Oh, like scrub that lingo from my brain. Um, this was like fully naked. Yeah. Yeah. It's like strip all the way. Yeah, full Monty. Good job. All the way. All right. I got one for you. Which of the following was not included, was not included in the lyrics for the 90s grunge anthem Smells Like Teenage Spirit by Nirvana? Is it a libido, a mosquito, a Dorito, an albino?
0: Can you repeat the options?
1: A libido, a mosquito, a Dorito, and albino. I want to say
0: a Dorito. I'm going to just go with a Dorito.
1: That is correct.
0: Oh, thank God. I'm like over (laughs) here like, okay, Doritos, that's teenage
1: stuff. I feel like we would recognize if it had Doritos in there.
0: Yeah, I feel like that would have stuck out like a sore thumb. Eric Cobain and some Doritos, man. I feel like there have been a lot of memes. Yeah. I got another lingo question for you. This one is multiple choice for you. Okay. According to 90s lingo, what does it mean if someone is Monet? They are artistic. They make a good impression. They are hot from afar, but a hot mess up close. They love nature.
1: I feel like we did this one before. What was the... First option. They are artistic. Second one was... They make a good impression. Third one was...
0: They are hot from afar, but a hot mess close up. And the last one is they love nature.
1: They're Monet. I'm going to go with B. They make a good impression.
0: Unfortunately, no. They are hot from afar, but a hot mess up close.
1: Mm. I find it interesting how that lingo has changed over the years. Now I feel like you're considering Monet... Like you're like, you're, it's money, basically. That's how people see it is. All right, I got one for you. I need you to take these three events and put them in order from when they happen, from earliest to latest. Okay. Number one, the O.J. Simpson trial. Okay. Number two, Princess Diana tragically passes away. Three, the World Wide Web debuts.
0: OJ Simpson okay World wide web Princess Diana
1: all right I will, I'll say you got one of those in the right order
0: was it World wide Web OJ Simpson then Princess Diana
1: that is correct World Wide Web 1991 okay OJ Simpson 1995 Princess Diana 97
0: I knew that Princess Diana was after the World wide Web Solely because the big boom for the world wide web, like getting a lot of traction yep. and like becoming popular and like getting a lot of use to being passed around as a social network was Beanie Babies. Mm. A lot of websites were devoted to the second market or the aftermarket for Beanie Babies. And one of the most popular Beanie Babies that then hit the market was the Princess Diana bear. Oh. And that is the only reason that I knew <laughs> that it was that order. And, and I'm like, okay, was OJ Simpson before or after the internet. And all I could think of, if you watch the new show, Ted on Peacock, mm-hmm. there's a scene where they're watching the OJ Simpson car chase. Mm. And I was like, Oh, this is that. This is, that's in the nineties. Obviously I'm like, is it early nineties or mid nineties?
1: Overall, oh, I think trivia, that was really good today.
0: I know we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna be doing next. Cause we're almost out of trivia cards. It's, it's gotten us almost through two seasons. So if you have an idea for the next round of trivia that we should be doing on the show, put it in our DMs, drop it in comments, yeah. put it in review. Let us know what we should be doing. But this has been Nostalgia Junkies, and I've been Alex. And I've been Joe. Peace.
1: That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies
0: podcast. Follow us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast and make sure to
1: never miss an episode. Till the next episode.